the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, right here on the porch here at Mill Burgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Ready to talk gardening with you at 210-308-8867. Or why don't you come on by and visit with us at 1604 on Boulevardy Road and ask your gardening question in person. When you come here, you'll find beautiful cyclamen. Christmas trees are already here. Uh, you'll find pansies and all kinds of great things uh, for sale here at nursery. And you'll find savings, too, by the way, on citrus, on fruit trees, and on shade trees. So we'll tell you more about those coming up. It's a little, a little cooler today than it was yesterday. A little, a little bit, yes. But so your uh, um, heat, heat uh, transferring mechanism didn't work the way you planned it. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, I don't think it's designed to to be uh, to do this uh, this much space. Yeah, he's yeah. his close alliance with the fans. He tried to the fans transfer the heat. Oh by, yeah, via the fans. I'm not sure where he was putting the heat. <laughs> yeah, so I put the fan, the, the heater was blowing out, and I put the fan in front of it. Uh-huh, thinking, sounds good. In theory, it was genius. <laughs> <laughs> but only in, in theory. theory, yes. Uh, but uh, so anyway, yeah, but it's actually, uh, it's chilly out here, but not too cold. I think it's about 55, 56 degrees, good weather to uh, come on out and uh and uh, do this and uh, kind of just visit Millburgers and have a nice well, time. Yeah, there's plenty of plenty of help, good help here today, and uh, yeah, get uh, all your questions answered and do some exploration. And of course, you mentioned the unbelievable cyclamen uh, to look at, and uh, the vegetables, winter vegetables. Uh huh. Still look good. Some of you probably had some damage. That, yeah, that woman. What was she buying? Was she? Did you see her go by? It was the big, dark, thick green. Was that cabbage? Maybe. Do they have cabbage? It. Oh, okay. Maybe kale. Oh, okay. Man, so when we were in center, this man—I don't know what he does to his cabbage, but that cabbage was probably as big. He so we were eating off that cabbage. We made slaw with it. That he gave her, uh, my uh, mother-in-law, on a debt. And, Let's see. I'm trying to f- find something here to give you a comparison. <laughs> All right. A basketball. It was bigger than a basketball, but only slightly bigger than a basketball. Right. Okay, like a medicine ball. There you go. And it was as big as a medicine ball. The thing was huge. Well, there's some folks that just get into that. Uh, Make those, it slow. No, yeah. into that going. 
big uh, vegetables up there in uh, Alaska and those uh, those islands out there. You know, oh where they, yeah, where they got the the light doesn't stay uh, in growing season very long, but when it when it's there, it's pretty ideal conditions. The um, but it, it was. Uh it was delicious. Made good slaw, mm-hmm. and uh, he's ninety something years old and still out there gardening. Uh, gardeners live a long time. <laughs> I've determined. Um, I they think keep on growing. Huh? Ah, very good. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, all right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight. You don't know. A lot of them mm-hmm. might just be fertilizer in the garden. <laughs> Wait a oh. minute. Uh, I don't know. I, I see these gardeners that you you work with and. They're still gardening into their 80s and 90s, and uh, so it's fairly healthy. Do we see enough of the young people doing it? No. Yes, we do. We do. do we've we? got the aggressive uh, classroom garden programs. and uh, You know what would be cool is if we were to inspire someone today that they wanted to get into gardening, and they said, well, I want to do something, I want to do it now. If only there was someplace they could go tomorrow to kind of dip their toe into that gardening soil thing like maybe gardening information you mean yeah if only there was something tomorrow that they could go and you don't expect we're going to help you do you no you're not helping me at all then nothing tomorrow tomorrow. (laughs) thanks a lot (laughs) well the gardening essentials classes tomorrow that's that's what that's what they're not helping me with yeah and they're 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 talking uh the speakers are going to talk about compost Mm -hmm. and then also uh soil uh, the soil characteristics and the importance of uh, soil. And it starts at uh, noon at the uh, Garden, Garden Center. Center. And uh, it's free, but uh, if you make a $5 donation, they'll appreciate it uh, because they provide food, snacks, and, uh, of course, the good inf- information. And uh, three hours of uh, lectures and discussions mm-hmm. and a real opportunity to explore the uh, concerns or issues you have about soil and uh, questions. Uh, A lot of times we uh, presume, draw conclusions about soil, and then uh, not everybody understands how we got to those conclusions. So this is a perfect kind of a presentation to attend and and pursue those uh, issues. And so noon to three. The other thing. Yes is that they can explore participating in the Garden Garden Volunteers of South Texas. Yeah. And that's a great organization. Let's uh, see. Volunteers that are interested in using their gardening knowledge uh, to help uh, help uh, complete projects, important projects in the community. They're the backbone of the water conservation effort. Uh, they do a lot youth education, youth gardening that we talked about. Digging the dirt projects that Milton talking about uh, mm-hmm. for nonprofits and schools and. Oh yeah, there's lots of service, lots of social, lots of good information. They're gonna uh, enjoy a light lunch, potluck, a plant swap, a sale table, tool sharpening service. All that will be tomorrow. And um, are you familiar with the? Bokashi composting method? or No, I'm not. I don't know what that is. All right, so we'll have to get Betsy on, too. Or, yeah. We go to this tomorrow, and you'll find out, and then you can call us and tell us, but we'll uh, see if we can't get Betsy, too. Um, 
Well, let's see. Oh, 210-308-8867 is our what number. What is that? What? 210. 308. Uh-huh. 80, 8867. 210-308-8867. Yeah, that's the number to call in. Hey, let me tell you uh, quickly about some stuff that's happening at Millburgers in two weeks, too. So... Uh, next uh, on Sunday, this uh, it's the first and the second. So we'll tell you about the first first. Uh, Little Red Choo Choo will be chugging around the uh, nursery. It's their Christmas open house. Uh, Santa will be here for pictures. This all happens from 11 to 3. Uh, the Sweet Adelines will be singing uh, throughout the nursery from noon to 2. They'll be face painting, roasted corn, and funnel cakes. The funnel cakes will cost $2, but that's a $2 donation, all of it, going to the San Antonio Area Salvation Army. Uh, and, by the way, when you uh, buy a fresh-cut tree, a portion of the sale will go to the Salvation Army, too. On the Sunday, the second, is the Cowboy Christmas. That's the second part of it with hot chili, and it's really, really good. And that's from 11 o'clock until the pot runs out. Uh, Santa will also be here that day. The Little Red Choo Choo will be chugging around. The Texas Weather Band will be uh, playing great country music, traditional country music and Americana. The Funnel Cakes with the donation for the Salvation Army, Roasted Corn, and the Balloon Artist will be here, too. So the oh, face man. painting on Saturday, Balloon Artist on Sunday. We'll have to have some kind of controls for Milton with, I know. Uh, with the Balloon Artist here. I think we've got it under control. They kind of ask me. That, you know, when they get here, I get here early that day, I say, you know, okay, what are you looking for? And I say, a hippopotamus. And they, <laughs> you know, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. And they're able to make one. They're, they really are geniuses at what they do. Uh, they're, is it all things balloon? Does that sound right, Trace? That sounds that sound correct. Yeah, go check them out on Facebook, and you can see some of the stuff and the events they do. They oh, they're amazing. The they're very talented. They yeah, really and, they're, and they're great with the kids, too. Yeah. They keep them, I mean... Generally, there's quite a line there, but mm-hmm. the kids keep uh, they're very uh, patient, fa- yeah. fascinated by the process. <laughs> they do. It's like they do a different uh, uh, animal or uh, feature every every time. So the kids just l- learn something new every time there's they move in it's the line. It's kind of like fireworks, then. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That kind of is. <laughs> they really do that. That's what I want. Well, are you sure you don't? No one want to. Yeah, look, then the next one comes yeah. out, and they go, that's what I want. The other one, no. All right, 210-308-8867. Trace is on the porch with us. What's going on, Trace? Uh, we got our news, new, new newsletter out. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty, uh, pretty fun to have the December one out. Um, Christmas trees. Yeah. We've already got our, our Nordmans, and we've got our Nobles. For those who have not heard of now Noble is the most popular, or is that Fraser? Fraser is the most popular. Uh-huh. Nordman is, uh, is the one that if you're allergic to trees, you're very, or you are less likely to be allergic to that one. Yeah, it's uh, so used very throughout popular Europe. In Europe. And, yeah. uh, great looking tree. In fact, these are the prettiest Nordmans I've, I've ever seen. Uh, I guess they got plenty of rain this, uh, this year up north. And then uh, the Nobles look great, and uh, the Fraser firs are on their way. Okay. So we'll have those out and functioning for probably uh, after Thanksgiving. Poinsettias are coming in this week? Uh, Tuesday, if I remember correctly. Okay. And then, uh, so you'll have those. Um, Fresh cyclamen in on Monday. Uh, If you want to dress up uh, right before Thanksgiving, that's a great plant to do it with. Calvin, do you need any fresh cyclamen? Gosh, I don't have any space (laughs) left for... uh, 
And then the cyclamen did so well through the cold weather that uh, I didn't didn't lose any of those. I haven't heard of anybody that lost cyclamen. Okay. Hey. Part of it is that we plant them in the shade and kind of sheltered areas. Did you cover? No. You didn't even cover? Didn't even wow. Cover. I was expecting a much mo- more uh, moderate freeze than we oh, yeah. ended up. Well, let's do this. Well, Trace, we'll keep talking about stuff that's coming to the nursery in just a second. Okay. But help us out with James. He's on the line. Got a cactus question at 210-308-8867. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? It's cold out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're in Cibolo. Is it colder in Cibolo than it is in San Antonio? I'm sure I don't know. Okay. Well, then, uh, how can we help you with out here. Well, I had some information for you guys. Good. Yeah, I was talking to the cactus. Uh, Jerry, I was talking to the cactus guys two weeks ago, and uh, they're saving all their styrofoam drink cups, all their big drink cups. And then when it's going to get freezing cold, they take those cups and put them on those uh, column uh those cactus with the arms on them, they put them on the tip. Oh. Okay? Okay. And the, guy, the guy that told me to do this, I talked to him at church today. He says, I sent my wife out to do one cactus, and she didn't put the cups on two of the arms. They froze, they turned black on the tips, and the ones that had the cups on them were, made it perfectly well through the freezing weather. So you just put them on there kind of loosely? I mean... They're, they're just taking those big 64-ounce cups or whatever they are and just putting yeah. them on the tips of those cactus. And That's, uh, it really works. And if huh. if you're really scared, they're taking burlap and they're wrapping them. That's them three, four $400 cactus, you know? Yeah. That sounds like our friend from uh, Georgia, something he would do with the oh. cactus. The, what, who's, who is that gardener over there, Jerry, that uh, has written a couple of books and he's attended our international master gardener conference? Uh, oh, uh, Felder. Felder. Felder rushing, yeah, Felder. Now, if you uh, go online, uh, a Arizona oddity website is why do people put cups on cacti? <laughs> And uh, only you would find that. Uh, yeah, and that, they're showing exactly what you're talking about. They have these here. I'll show you the pictures. They have all these cactus, and they have or these cacti, and they all have these little cups on them. They look, they look like they're wearing hats. And so but, you don't. So they're, all they're doing, all you're doing, is protecting those tips. Yeah. I wonder why just the tips. Yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a growing part. Yeah, it's got to be the most sensitive part. Oh, is that right? Okay. He said his wife forgot to put ca- uh, the caps on two of those arms, and the the ones that had caps on them did just fine. The ones that did not died and turned black. Huh. So it works. Can you see the, some uh, of those cactus, oh, they're yeah. paying two, two and $300 for some of those cactus, you know, when they, when they buy them from their collectors. They're, they're pretty yeah. expensive. Yeah, cool. It says, uh, yes. Arizona.com has more information on that. 
Now, some of these that are in Milton's picture are pretty tall. Yeah, uh, I don't know how they got to the... It's not an easy job to get those cups up there, it looks like. Yeah, but... Anyway, yeah, thanks, James. Those, oh. Yeah, when those arms freeze like that, you know, they look like a... They look really bad. They look like a mud fence, and it's uh, it's hard for the plant to come back after that. Okay. All right, you stay warm, James. Have fun. Bye. Thank Everybody, you. Thanks for the advice. And, again, the uh, uh, to see what James was talking about, go to ArizonaOddities.com or just Google why do people put cups on styrofoam cups on plants, <laughs> on cactus. And there it came up. Google. There it came. There, there's nothing on the Internet. There's nothing that's not on the Internet. All right. So some Trace, of, and some of it's even right. Some, <laughs> some of it is. Accurate, yeah. All right, Trace, I'm sorry. We interrupted you. Hey, can I ask you a question, though? Sure. Because Charles brought this up. Are you going to interrupt him again? Yes, in just a moment. I can't remember what I was talking about. Oh, good. Okay. I guess it's good to start somewhere else. Um, Charles was mentioning, you know, when talking about the trees, and he goes, it's okay that it's a longer season because the way we do it with the fresh cut cut trees and the holes and storing them in water, they'll last long past Christmas even if you got them at Thanksgiving. You bet. Talk about it. In in realistic, all these trees, wherever you buy it from, they have been cut for uh, an extended period of time, and they've been kept in cold storage. So the sooner they get in water, the better the tree should last. So as soon as we get them in, we start uh, with a fresh cut on all of them. We put a a drill uh, press through the bottom so that they can go on one of these rebar stands, which is recyclable, and we can talk about that in a minute, um, so they can get a drink. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we're, we're constantly sending people through, making sure that they are full of water. So, you know, normally when you get a tree home and you fill it up with water, it sucks up water really fast yeah, to try to recover from this. We've already gone through that for you. So, uh, you know, they're still going to take up water, but uh, they've already taken up their huge drink earlier than all the other trees will, so they should last longer. Yeah, and... Needle retention is better. Um, the what? I thought the needle retention. Oh, I thought said the renal <laughs> No, needle. I, I didn't remember that kidney. The kidneys. The kidneys. In yeah, the, the, the tree kidneys uh, are function much better this way. Uh, but anyway, so, um, yeah, so people come to Millburgers, and this will throw you into your uh, – your thing about the recycling becomes the Millburgers year after year uh, because they like the trees and uh, the trees. Uh, I'm sure get lots of compliments. I thought, I, I thought we were telling Charles it's because they like us. Well, that's that's a, that's the major part of it. Oh. But yeah, but the other part is the trees too. So uh, and that goes back to your Thank recycling. You, yes. Uh, so we encourage people to buy the trees with the stand on it because mm-hmm. all the work has already been done. So all they got to do is. Take that tree home, set it up, put water back in the bowl, and decorate. Now, if they buy the stand from us, they'll save it. It, turn, it comes off counterclockwise, and you save that stand, and then the next year you bring it back to me, mm-hmm. and we will exchange it. So we will leave the stand that's on the tree that you purchased, okay, then. and we will take that stand, and we will put it on another tree. So, therefore, it's recycled. And some of these stands might see two or three Christmases. Some of them might see ten Christmases with different people, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, and then uh, you guys help them get it uh, to the car and get it on the vehicle and all that? You bet. Yeah. we got yeah. twine. Uh, we're teaching these young men to tie professionally. And what, do you, what do you do when uh, it always 
fascinates me because it's not an easy job sometimes to secure those trees so they're not damaged. Do you have kind of a uh, training program for staff, or do you how do you, how do you deal we, with that? We uh, we have taught the the normal ones, and actually a lot of them have been here more than one Christmas. Uh, and then we kind of teach each other. But in, in a nutshell, you need two fixed points, and then you uh, you stitch it. So, you know, if they've got a, a functioning luggage rack, that's great. Uh, but a lot of luggage racks nowadays are not functioning. So you tie off on the uh, on the handle that's inside on the passenger side and loop oh. through. And there's a lot of ways to do it, but it's almost like stitching or uh, uh, I don't know how to describe that. Oh, I don't know. You go back and forth, and you tie off in two two permanent spots. And uh, and it's uh, zipper. That's what I guess okay. I'm trying to think of. I've seen some of some of the uh, younger staff people as, as, when they get it. Occasionally, there be is one that's pretty challenging, and they'll call in the, the veteran. You know, some of these trees are quite big. So you know, we oh, we, lo- we loaded one today that was a a 12 foot tree. Now it did go in the bed of a pickup truck, mm-hmm. but we could have easily put it on top of a car as well. So that's that's a good point then. So what's the smallest tree you got? Smallest fresh cut? Uh, we will have some five to six Fraser firs. And what's the tallest you got? Uh, we will have some thirteen foot Fraser firs. Okay. So like offices or somebody that's gonna, or like those uh, the big um, you know uh, buildings like office oh, suites uh, and stuff where they yeah they have a, that big open area. There's a couple of very predominant lawyers in town that will. Uh, We'll come in shopping. Very cool. I've heard, Trace, and I, I don't know that's true, but I've heard that some people put the trees on their vehicles and then they forget about it and go. Right I've into heard the that garage. story before. Yeah, in a garage. Oh. We'll, we'll make that a, a holiday tradition. Baron's going to call us next week, and we'll, okay. <laughs> I think we'll so. tell the story of the. The Christmas tree in the garage. It's a heartwarming Christmas story. He will never live this down. <laughs> no, he won't, I'm sure. I think, in a way, he's kind of proud of it, uh, in, a, in a weird sort of way. But anyway, all right. Hey, what's, you want to stick around for a sec? We've got to take a break. Sure. We'll come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Now our number is 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We'll be back with more calls with your questions. Let's talk gardening with you right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I've got to tell you about some things that are on sale because this is the last week that you will find these items on sale. For instance, this is the last week you can save 30% on citrus trees in the three-gallon container at Millburgers. You can save on a wide variety and a great selection of citrus trees, including lemons, limes, satsumas, grapefruits. Again, in the three-gallon container, now just $29.88. Fruit trees are on sale at Millburgers, including apples, pears, peaches, plums, all varieties selected for our area in the three-gallon container, now just $24.88 while supplies last. This is the last week to save 30% on shade trees. Now is the time to plant, and you can save 30% on all 10, 15, and 30-gallon shade trees. Go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about that and to learn more about the CPS Green Shade Tree Rebate of 50 
$60 per qualified tree. At Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. 9.30 a.m. The Answer thanks you for supporting our great sponsors and some have incredible offers right now in the marketplace, including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art Surveillance Solutions security package that includes a 4K high-def color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. This Thanksgiving, list the blessings. Family, friends, coworkers, and neighbors. Faith, freedom, fellowship, fun, food, water, clothing, and shelter. Health, home, protection, provision, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The church, the cross, the word. And those things that don't seem like blessings, commit to him. He'll work them for good. He always does. Happy Thanksgiving. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Bodhi Taney, author of the incredible best-selling Zion Chronicles and Zion Covenant series, returns to the setting of Israel in On the Mountain of the Lord, the first book in the new series, The Elijah Chronicles. In On the Mountain of the Lord, Taney teams up with Holy Land history expert Ray Bentley to give her dedicated historical fiction fans a thrilling story set in the world's most sacred and mysterious sites. Come along on a journey from London to the farthest corners of the world with Jack Garrison, a man who has lost his faith after a life faltering and devastating event. Jack is sent on a fact-finding mission in Israel and Palestine, where he's attacked by radical Islamic terrorists and is being tracked down by an enemy who wants to stop him from finding the truth that the Bible's prophecy about the nation of Israel and the world's future is true and unfolding before his eyes. Order your copy of Bodie Taney and Ray Bentley's new book, On the Mountain of the Lord, Elijah Chronicles, at Amazon, BarnesandNoble.com, and select Costco stores. Dear John, I was hoping it wouldn't come to this, but you've left me no choice. I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is really serious, and lately you seem to really not care. I've been there for you since day one, and I know you think I'm going to keep ticking. But no, my friend, I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to the good times when we were more active and ate more healthy foods? And you checked on me every once in a while. Is that too much to ask? I don't want to leave, but unless you stop ignoring me, What else am I supposed to do? Remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart and don't let it quit on you. Doing the minimum to control your high blood pressure isn't doing enough. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get your blood pressure to a healthy range before it's too late. For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer 210-308-8867, or come on by and visit with us at Millburgers. We're at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, and we would love to talk with you about gardening and uh, just uh, maybe ask your answer your gardening question in person. Plus, you can see the winter wonderland that Millburgers is rapidly becoming. So, Trace, okay, what else is going on, sir? Well, let's see. We got uh, spinach coming in this week. Um, we're going to have strawberries coming in this week. Two different flavors. We're going to have the uh, 2018 Texas Superstar Festival. 
And then we're going to have another one, I believe, is Sweet Anne. Uh, so they should be uh, arriving shortly. Uh, there's going to be some Swiss chard coming because we, we've had limited numbers of that in the last several weeks, as well as lots and lots of good colors. So we've got a, a, a new cyclamen shipment coming in, as I was mentioning, mm-hmm. uh, out of Colorado. So these will be the big bloom cyclamen that, that's so much more showy than the, than the ones you see uh, at other places. Uh, Decent selection of primrose, and then the pansies are finally starting to kick in where we get almost every color now. So uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, lots of good stuff here. Um, I saw some blue bonnets go out this morning. Good. Some blue ones and some of that other color. You can't even red, see Red, red maroon? That one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this is a good time to, to plow them in. Especially, especially the larger transplants like that. Dill? No, we haven't been able no. to get dill in a while, so that'll be in this week. I think there's one flat still out there now. Well, uh, we've got a good selection of uh, violas. There's a lot of folks that uh, like, of course, pansies are the most popular, but they really like those cousins, violas and Johnny Jump Ups. Yep, I think they're great. Uh, the, yes, the blooms are a little smaller, but you get more of them. Yeah, and they're kind of a and they really look good in a uh, hanging basket or small containers. All right. Uh, even the butterflies are, because of everything else has gotten flattened by the freeze, the butterflies no, are, still... are using up the pansies and the violas, too. Oh, yeah, definitely. Everybody out there, you know, you gotta you got to dress up your house for, for the Thanksgiving crowd coming over. So we've got a lot of pretty stuff that, uh, that you can put out there that should make you happy all winter long. One of those suggestions that you were talking about yesterday, uh, which I hadn't thought of, but was really good, too, plus it'll last so long afterwards, is the Phalaenopsis orchids. In the oh, yeah, those are, those are really, they're on sale. really cool. Great great table decoration. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're on sale. Do you remember the... Um, uh, no, I sure don't. That's okay. I got it. Um, but, yes, they're on sale, and uh, there's a couple, uh, uh, like we mentioned, the citrus trees and stuff. They're on sale. And the what size is there? All of them while they last? Or? Uh, citrus, it's yeah, it's every, pretty much everything we've got. There are a few larger limes and stuff running around that wouldn't be on, but okay. all, all the normal size that are forty four ninety nine. Yeah, let's see. Special twenty nine eighty eight in a three gallon container. Uh, fruit trees twenty four eighty eight. We did have a listener come in yesterday wanting the uh, the Satsuma on its own rootstock. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. We were able to help her out. Good. And we actually found out, I found out that we had both Arctic and Orange Frost. Oh, I thought, I thought right. we only had one of them, but we got okay, both. Okay, good. And Great. I think they took the freeze good. Uh, That's they, what our reports we've been getting. They're unscathed. Yeah. In the four-inch pot, um, we've got uh, Phalaenopsis. Regularly twenty four ninety nine now fourteen eighty eight, and that's a very easy orchid to take care of in relation to some of the other kinds. Yeah. Okay, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. John is calling from Medina Lake. Got some fridge sandwich to talk about. Hey there, John. What's going on? Hey guys, listen. Uh, I got uh, the typical winter garden, all the vegetables, name it, and I got it, but. Uh, and, and all, uh, you know, I've structured them planting every week some more to get successive production. But uh, I've got, I've got uh, you know, typical burn on all the big leaves and this on about everything. Uh, you know, it looks like severe wind damage, but it's actually bite from that dip we had in the temperature. 
Uh, what do you think? I think my thinking is that those will recover quicker than if I tried to replant. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, now we're uh, we're talking broccoli and cauliflower and yeah, all that things like that. Stuff. Collards, uh, Swiss chard, the whole the whole gamut. Yeah, we we heard the Swiss chard froze down. Yeah, right? mine mine froze flat. Which, uh, which I didn't, didn't quite go down. I, I've got some, you know, little leaves in the center, but 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 I, I, they should all come back out because the roots are there. All we need is some sun. There you I'm go. Thinking. I think you're right. Uh, I agree. So uh, I'll, I'm good to go then. I just thought I wanted I wanted to, you to make me feel better. Okay, you feeling better now? Not quite, <laughs> but I'll let it go. <laughs> all right, thank you. Okay, thank you for calling. Talk to you later. They will recover. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. You know what uh, also took a hit, and we haven't mentioned it, I don't think, Pentas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, usually expect them to last a little longer into the winter. And some people try to keep them over the winter by putting them in the in the greenhouse. But all mine, I had been whiskey barrels in the shade, and they all got flattened. Yeah. But oh. uh, we we still have. Uh, is that pentas over there? We've got the in front of the underneath that Merry Christmas sign on the, over there. There's some some nice ten inch pots. And they're. They're relatively easy to protect, too. I mean, this. We hauled ours in the greenhouse. Yeah, do you? Yeah, or just even get something over the top if they're close to the house. But, uh, yeah, yep. a lot of, some of us were caught unawares. One thing you didn't need to protect was strawberries. Well, you mentioned strawberries earlier. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Got them and, coming. And uh, they, uh, you don't have to worry about covering them. They don't care? In fact, I'm reading this from uh, David Rodriguez that will tolerate freezing conditions during the winter. Only need protection when temperatures are forecast to be in the low teens. Now, if people are considering yeah, if it's in the low strawberries, teens, in trouble. <laughs> if, if folks are considering strawberries, go to PlantAnswers.com because there's a, a number of articles mm-hmm. that we've written, some of them pretty recently. Uh, this last couple of weeks ago, on uh, raising strawberries in, and, and particularly the festival strawberry yeah. here in San Antonio. So they're they're easy to grow. They're fun to grow. Kids love watching them produce too. Richard's on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Richard, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Oh, doing fine, thank you. What's I'd going like on? to ask. Well, I'd like to ask, uh, I've heard two things about lettuce seed. One, you just sprinkle them over your prepared bed and because right. they need sunlight. And I've heard the other one, you, you sprinkle them like that, but maybe dust them over with some pot, you know, see, uh, some type of some good soil. Is the there first is right. The first is right. Oh, okay. If, if you dust them over with anything... And they don't. They're not exposed to sunlight. They'll never germinate. Well, you just reduce the the rate of gener, uh, germination. Uh, you know, 
without they almost all the seed germinates if they're just on top of the surface. Right, on top of the surface. Oh, so okay, I, okay, that that works. You, you and, need seed okay. soil contact. Okay, good deal. My have you got some? Is, have you have you got some Oscar seed? I mean, uh, uh, reseeding lettuce seed or what? Crawford. what, what Crawford. Yeah, Crawford. Well, what? well, no, well, I. Well, it's free. It's, huh? It's free here at Millburgers. Yeah. Oh, Crawford oh, yeah. lettuce. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm in the Floresville, Texas area, so uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe I might, if I'm ever up in your part of the world where you people got a lot of money, I might stop in that area. There you go. <laughs> now, we, uh, we'll, uh, Trace won't listen, but. Our our friends at Phoenix also have uh, right there close oh, okay. closer to Phoenix. All right, yeah, well, yeah. that's a lot closer. They may to me. charge for it though. I don't know. Well, no. that'd be all. Well, we'll see. Hey, uh, yeah. also, I've got an Asian pear that's looking real. It's always been nice, and I I, I got the name written down at home. I don't have it here with me in the car. But what I've heard, I need to get a pollinator for that Asian pear. And do I have to get an Asian pear to pollinate it, or will a European-type pear do the job? I think a European pear will do the job. The key is they got to bloom at the same time. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, now, that's the thing. Okay. Have you, made, Thanks, have you, have you written down on your calendar when it blooms? Yeah, and in, the, in past years, so that you can find a... That's not yeah. always easy. Well, he knows the no, names. So he'll, he'll be able to look up uh, the chill hours. Okay. And, uh, you you just need to match up your chill hours. 450 is what the, it is. Okay. On this so age something, something close to that, and uh, they yeah. can bloom at the same time, and should get production. Okay. Keep well, listen, sure. thank you very much. You've been very helpful. Thank, thank you, you for calling. Good luck. Thanks for listening. You, you take care. Bye. All right, Richard, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. What's she getting? That's stock. Oh, is it? Oh. She's planning on decorating for wow. Thanksgiving and uh, have that fragrance. So we got in a 10-inch pot of stock. I hope she kind of wheels right past us so, right, so we get the, the smell at it. So a wonderful fragrance. One of the best, uh, one of the best winter plants for... Uh, for fragrance. And they make a nice cut flower. Too. And they took cold very, very well in relation to uh, some other things. Hmm. Now, they're a little, they're, they're a little frightened of uh, uh, stock and their reaction to cold. I noticed the wholesale nursery is. Uh, but I thought they did real well, too, in the freeze. Uh, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. So I need help. So yesterday I bought... Well, yeah, goes uh, without saying. We've been saying that for years. Yeah, we tried, nobody, Milton. Nobody listens. It's sad. <laughs> so I bought an amaryllis bulb. They were on sale, which, you know, of course, triggers my right. my buying hormones. There you Ooh, go. Sale, my. Um, and so um, I bought... Which Do you remember which one we... Ended up was it the uh, it, was red, it was a deep red, red red lion I think I think so okay so I'm trying so to if it doesn't bloom he's going to blame me because yeah, yeah. oh yeah. you have to pick it up yeah okay. so um, 
So I'm trying to figure out how deep a thing. So we're going to try to do it in the house. And does one, does it have to have some sun? Anyone? Anyone? No. No? Not, not for this one, one growth. It's, it's stored you everything. Long term. That bulb is like a camel. It's okay. stored everything it needs for the first go-round it already has. How how deep and how wide should I get the container to put it in? Because isn't it? I don't want it to topple over. Isn't that an issue? Oh, yeah. Be. Yeah, because it gets tall. Yeah. And it's top heavy. So I don't want it too shallow, you know, like a, it would fit in a little four-inch pot, but that's too small, right? That's too small. All right, so mm, I'm trying to... Eight-inch. Eight well, you want to put it in the house. Yeah, so... Why didn't you get one of these uh, containers things in here? Oh, I don't they know. Weren't on Those sale. weren't on sale. They weren't on sale. <laughs> <laughs> I even knew the answer to that one. <laughs> Trace has known me too long. Yeah. All right. So I'll find something. I just I, do. I do dirt or marbles or what do I? Does it matter? Dirt. Dirt's fine. Dirt's fine. Okay. Soil. Potting mix. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'll find. But you, all, you didn't say how deep. Oh yeah. How deep? Trace. Half, half above sticking out. That's and a trace above covered. I, I showed him. I put yeah. my fingers where this is where the soil needs to be. About half. So oh. Okay. That, that part I can do. Okay. And he didn't show me which side I put up, but I think I can figure that. I out. I hope so. <laughs> Well, do you remember when we did the tulips? That was the big joke that I planted half of them upside down. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, they, they still came up when we did the tulip things here, but uh, they, uh, tulips apparently do not care. So I've told numerous people for when you can't find, you can't figure out which way, turn, yeah. turn it on its side. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I know which, which way. Now, now you know, so it doesn't matter. I know which way is up. All right. 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bovardy Road. I've got to tell you about some things that are on sale because this is the last week that you will find these items on sale. For instance, this is the last week you can save 30% on citrus trees in the three-gallon container at Millburgers. You can save on a wide variety and a great selection of citrus trees, including lemons, limes, satsumas, grapefruits. Again, in the three-gallon container, now just $29.88. Fruit trees are on sale at Millburgers, including apples, pears, peaches, plums, all varieties selected for our area in the three-gallon container, now just $24.88 while supplies last. This is the last week to save 30% on shade trees. Now is the time to plant, and you can save 30% on all 10, 15, and 30-gallon shade trees. Go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about that and to learn more about the CPS Green Shade Tree Rebate of 50 dollars per qualified tree at Millburgers Landscape Nursery 1604 on Bullfordy Road. Happy birthday! Oh, thanks, honey. Oh boy, I wonder what he got me this year: power drill or treadmill. I know I haven't been the most thoughtful in the past, but this year I signed you up for the birthday club. You mean the one online where I get a fifty-dollar gift card from Southwest Exteriors and a free box of chocolates from Alamo City Chocolate Factory? Don't forget the free oil change from Belden's Automotive. This is the best birthday gift ever, hun. Sign up for the birthday club at 930amtheanswer.com. So, can I have the oil change? <sighs> if you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. 
Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottom Line Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. Is your jewelry in good repair? Do you have rings that are out of shape or with stones that are loose or missing prongs? Do you have chains or bracelets that need attention or stones that need replacing? Mark Sadaski Jewelers wants to help. Bring your jewelry to us and we'll save you 20% on the cost of the repair. We'll even give you 20% discount on diamonds up to 20 points that need to be replaced. Don't risk losing a stone or even worse, a bracelet or a neck chain. At Mark Sadaski Jewelers, we believe in preventing loss. Another common problem is our rings tend to shrink. I think it has something to do with being too close to Mexican food. We can resize your rings so they fit properly and comfortably. We do our work in-house. Your jewelry never leaves our control. Come in now and save 20% on your repair. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition in San Antonio for 85 years on Northwest Military Highway. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. So, Alexa is making everyone's life easier. Now you can ask her to turn on your lights or play your favorite radio station. And, of course, that's 9.30 a.m., the answer. We've got the answers you need every day through Alexa. Alexa, or at 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m., The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From expert advice to lifting up God, family, and country, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. You can be a part of our show today. Like We've had lots of calls from John and Richard, and we had uh, calls from uh, who else that was uh, calling us. Anyway, uh, give us a call and be a part of this. Oh, James, that's right. James with his cactus hats. Um, Start from cactus hats. Um, give us a call. Be a part of the show, 210-308-8867. So... Do you want to uh, talk now or wait and talk about the pecan recipes on plantanswers.com? Because my wife is very excited about something that you mentioned, which was the pecan apple upside down something. Right, right. But I couldn't find it on the line. But maybe I was. But I was trying to search on my phone, so that may have been. Yeah. It was not. You go on. Uh, have you, you go. got some kind of blockage? Yeah, or so I can, Milton. Yeah, no. there's some, a little little window came up and said, "Yeah, we don't have any answers for you." And I thought oh, that was rude, but you know, whatever. They're so, under the recipe section. Okay. We're talking about the famous uh, divine pecan pie recipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just in time for Thanksgiving. Put, put forth by Poppy Stewart, a divine chef. Mm-hmm. Very much so. And Gardner. And Gardner. And 
thousands have been sent out. Is that right? And only two people have complained <laughs> about the recipe. We just we're we're outliers. Yeah, your 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 daughter and I are just outliers. We see the world a little differently. Uh, for those of you who weren't listening yesterday, we were talking about we when you look up the divine pecan pie recipe. Like I said, it's on the all recipes are on the topics of the month on. Uh, uh, PlantAnswers.com. I always put it up before th- all the recipes up uh, before Thanksgiving because inevitably on Thanksgiving Day or, or the day before, people can't find their recipe. So uh, it's on the recipe on the pecan. Uh, the re- all recipes are on there on the topics of the month. Uh, when you open the topics of the month, uh, I mean the uh, recipe section is the first listing. Uh, you'll open into all 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 different kinds of recipes on there: tomato recipes and uh, onion recipes. What you're looking for is the pecan recipes, and uh, at the top of that listing uh, is the is the divine pecan pie recipe mm-hmm. and at the, at the it gives all ingredients and then at, at the, at the ba- end of it it's got a a little note that we added so that Poppy didn't didn't put on her uh, for novice cooks such as Milton be sure to check the pie is it baking and remove the pie before the pecans on the top have blackened or burst into flames. That's good advice. Isn't that good advice? I didn't do that the first time. Now, if you leave it in there long, uh, long and you melt and you remember you brought us a pie, one of those yeah, blackened pecan pies. It was still good. Uh, all, this is a buttermilk pecan pie, basically. Uh, now, what about the butter, butter, Buttermilk. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, buttermilk pecan pie. Yeah, buttermilk pecan pie. That's really good. And so if you if you bur- if you uh, blacken the nuts, all you have to do is carefully remove the blackened nuts, mm-hmm. which have risen to the top, and eat it as a uh, buttermilk pie. And uh, I will tell you, you will, if you make this, your number one, I'm guessing your guests will have not tasted pecan pie like this before. And they'll rave. And I remember I, uh, um, a friend of mine's grandmother used to make us pecan pies, and she made really good pecan pies. Uh-huh. And so I thought, because I, I would surprise her. And I so I made this one, and I brought it to their house as a thank you for the pecan pie that she made. And every year after that, when are you going to bring that pecan pie? <laughs> when are we going to get that pecan pie? So she she likes it. Yeah, she did. Yeah, it's a... It's, uh... It's vanilla colored. I mean, it's it's uh, white or, or, or tan. Where most pecan pies are dark brown. Yeah. With, with that Cairo. Okay. What so, about the apple? He's looking for. The I apple. found it. I found the Did upside you? down apple pecan pie. There you go. It's under under. What? 
recipes, courtesy of Cindy Wise, the Texas Pecan Growers Association? I think, let's see, I found it. Let me back up. And it's under, uh, for... uh, I think, award-winning pecan pie. Right, right. That's right. Microwave pecan pie. There was one that we were interested in, too, that was the one with, uh, and man, it sounded rich. It had molasses in it, pecans, it had brandy in it. I don't know where that one went to, uh, but... Uh, well, well, there's a brandy pecan pie. Is that is there? Yeah. Oh, I see that. There's bourbon pecan, Yeah. bourbon chocolate pecan, brandy, Kahlua pecan, rum pecan. Gracious. I know. They mean business at the... At the uh, Let's see, at the Texas Cooperative Extension in Midland County. They don't mess around. Right. Um, They have all sorts of pecan pie. They even got a California pecan pie. I don't wonder what that is. I don't know. So Right now it might be pretty burnt. Oh, God. Mother-in-law's pecan pie. Let's see. And then um, 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 you have your... uh, uh, anything from Jerry Parsons' mama's recipes that we would like for Thanksgiving? No. Okay. Uh, I will give her this tip. Yes. Uh, we before you a lot a lot of people uh, we got a good pecan crop this year. Uh, prices are the same as last year. Prices are about the same as last year. There's already been a deal on paper pecan over. Over at Seguin, uh, I saw it on TV the other night, uh, Channel Five, and uh, the uh, uh, over in Hondo, they've got Bragg's pecan pecans mm-hmm. over there for sale, and uh, I think Dr. Stein sells sells them some pecans. Dr. Ooh, Larry wow. Stein, who grows his own pecans. Uh, but anyway, whether you're baking, you know, a lot of people like to uh, roast them mm-hmm. in the oven. And cinnamon and sugar. Cinnamon and sugar. Do you don't put sugar on them? I don't know. <laughs> Brown sugar, you don't sweeten them? I can tell you how to sweeten them without putting sugar on them. How? Just wash them. Okay. Wash the tannins? Wash, wash the nuts. Okay. And uh, you'll say, well, they look clean. But uh, now we're not talking about soaking them. Oh, we're just talking about rinsing them, rinsing them off in a pan. They put the after the pecans are shelled and everything, put them in this pan, and you'll notice that water turns brown. Yep, it sure does. Turns brown, and what that is is part of the shell, uh, microscopic parts of the shell that uh, contains tannin, which gives. The pecan, the bitterness, sometimes a bitterness of a, of a, of the, of, of the shell, the tannins. Yeah. Uh, What's up? Here, I'll let you answer that because we, I don't think we have enough time before the break to talk about what he's got going on. But anyway, the, when we when we first discovered this, Carrie uh, Mae Jones in Somerville, Tennessee. Right outside of Memphis, uh, brought us some roasted pecans, mm-hmm. and I thought they'd put sugar on. Them. Is that right? And I said, "Do you put sugar on these pecans?" You know, I mean, they were that much sweeter than regular pecan. And uh, 
She said, no, she didn't know what I was talking about. And then I said, what did you do to these pecans before you roasted them? And then she said, cracked them out, shelled them out, and then I washed them. And that perked my ears up because yeah. we never, uh, we never washed a pecan, and uh, and, uh, and so that that made the difference. Then I started washing mine, and it does make a difference if you haven't done it. Uh, I think Laura was skeptical, and we did it kind of like you were, and we did it one year, and she was like, "Wow, yeah, these <laughs> these are much better." Uh, and yeah. then, and what I do is I'm rinsing them until I don't see brown anymore. Yeah, yeah. So rinse, dump, rinse, dump, rinse, dump, and then. Wow, you did it. Oh, I'm right. serious. I'm serious about pecans. Don't don't get me started. Do you have and a roasted pecan recipe on here? You must have one, right? No. I, oh. Well, I don't. I don't know. I haven't looked at it. I'll look. Oh, sweetest roasted pecans on earth. Yeah, that that's that tells about the uh, procedure of washing. Oh, okay. Oh no, it's recipe. You'll notice uh, roasted pecans. Spread them, allow us to oh, uh, stirring. There's a recipe on them? Yeah, it says allow to meat, remove them from the oven, immediately stir in two tablespoons of butter per pecan and salt to taste. So okay. there is a little bit of a recipe. Okay. But so. does it say by washing them? Um, let's see. Yeah, let's see. Yes, yeah, it talks about by washing the kernels before cooking. Yeah. Miss Carrie May. Yeah. And her cousin. Happened upon this revelation years ago and neglected to mention it to the rest of us. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. But anyway, yeah, she was a, she she used to be the uh, home economics agent there in uh, in Tennessee. Is that right? West Tennessee. But uh she and, and she 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 did that I mean, she she didn't think anything about it. You know, yeah. they, they'd always wash their pecans, and we never washed our pecans. And so, uh, she she neglected to mention that to, to us. And uh, so, that you want to do that? Well, now I understand too. This is just rumor that people who are uh, cooks and uh, whose recipes are. Well known and well loved. Yeah. Uh, sometimes don't share the entire recipe. Is that right? Yeah, with people. So maybe she just didn't. I've heard of that happening. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. We're here live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. And we're back after this. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch sitting out on the porch here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, and we're ready to talk gardening with you, so you just give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867 for some of our callers, like Johnson City Joe or our trucker. We haven't heard from our trucker for a while. That'd be kind of fun to, he listens actually, I think, through uh, uh, online. He has uh, the, the app on the phone, and 
I think he just runs that through his uh, car Bluetooth, and he listens to the show. So you can give us a call if you're out on the road. I guess we ought to tell him to pull over before he yeah. gives us a call. So if you're someplace where you can pull over, you can give us a call and uh, and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Calvin must be answering a serious question. We'll have know. to find out. No. Uh, they, uh, also, if you're not into pecan pies, yeah, yeah, yeah. that lemon icebox pie recipe is on there. I know you've talked about that a lot. And uh, it, it, like I said, it's under the recipe section. I guess it's under, I, I didn't look it up, but uh, lemon, look, look up uh, lemon icebox pie recipe. Uh, this is so cool. Cinnamon sugared pecans. And there's egg whites in it. <laughs> I guess that makes them crispy. What does the egg white do? do I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, this one has sugar. Dust the pecans with sugar and cinnamon. And uh, you do egg whites on them. Should we find out what Calvin was talking about? Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, let Calvin get hooked up. What were y'all talking about? Y'all were, y'all were heading intense Talk, conversation. We are talking about... Uh, Newly planted legustrum, mm-hmm. and you know, you know, it's got lots of symptoms. So you can kind of. T- he's he's work was worried specifically about the uh, what's the cause causal factors, and so we had to go through like there's there's six that you could choose from basically now, including soggy soil, a freeze. Did they die? No, they're just kind of. Showing, showing some browning on edges or showing some decoloration on the leaves and and variations but they're you know planted in a in various uh, degrees of light they've been in a garage for a while moved into the planting so it's one of those situations you don't want to overreact you kind of want to see some stabilize and then be able to Determine what the main cause is and deal with that. I think I think they'll come out fine, as long as it's not a a soggy soil. Mary has them checking out that soil situation. I made him I made him get a paint stick and push it in a foot, and leave it in an hour so to get a chance to absorb some moisture and then pull it out. If it's got moisture on that stick lower down, you do not need to water that. Leave it alone cooler now and it takes longer for that to evaporate i would have just had him have the shovel and dig a dig in there and see what That's the messier. yeah it's messy if it's uh yeah if it's if it's soggy that's a it's a you don't you don't want it to stay soggy very long when it was newly planted you know we talk about the root system being so limited when we're in a drought yeah uh, that's the cause of a problem because they dry out so fast and have access to not, no reservoir. But in a wet time, that's uh, also a problem because you have a potential for uh, rot in a limited root system. You don't you just don't have that uh, extra root system out there to to survive, to find some dry areas that they can surviving. How long have they been planted? It actually only been planted for August. Oh, just short period of time. Yeah. So that that's why you couldn't you couldn't really pinpoint what the uh, cause of it was. Just hey, kind of we kind of said take your choice. 
yeah. and just watch. Now, uh, I think a lot of gardeners, when they're in a situation like that, they want to act. You know, and the, we, we tease about first thing people want to do is fertilize, mm-hmm. which is, ne- is never the thing you want to do on a newly planted uh, yeah. that plant that's showing some uh, symptoms. But the best thing to do is, uh, quite often is just to kind of let it go and see what develops and, and watch it close enough so that you can intervene if there is a, a, pro- a problem that's going to k- kill the plant. My favorite saying saying is they like to love them to death. Yeah, you give them more water, it looks like it's droopy. I'm like, well, maybe it didn't need that. It might have been already wet and looks the same as drying out. So we got to be curious about it. Let's check that. Cool. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And by the way, uh, go to plantanswers.com, recipes, and then uh, I think that'll take them to, uh, where did that take me? I'm trying to figure out how I got to the, all the pecan. Oh, the, the pecan recipes were easy. It was just, yeah, pecan. Uh, it was, yeah, the recipe index, look, award-winning pecan recipes. Pecan. Right. There's herb recipes, pickle recipes, tomato recipes, onion <laughs> recipes. Uh, there's uh, pumpkin pie recipes, pomegranate recipes. You name it, there's a recipe. There you go. Yep. And that lemon ice box pie is on there somewhere. And that's pretty good, huh? Carrie Mays. Oh, okay. I was curious about the Ritzy, Ritzy pecan pie. Have you had that? Mm. You're yeah. curious about I mean, about pecan. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, I the think, apple yeah. and the... yeah, it just basically if there's something sweet and pecans in it, I'm yeah, that's that's true. Pecan pie is, but I don't think the uh, Ritzy good. pecan pie has corn syrup in it, which is interesting. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What else is going on? Uh, looking at some questions we've gotten in the past. On the past. And uh, oh, uh, uh, my! Con- I imagine the Confederate Rose. We had a question. Do you know anything about the care of Confederate Rose? I need to prune it soon. It's still loaded with blooms. I just planted a small shoot last October. It's gone crazy this summer with the heat and rain we're having now. Any suggestion? Uh, the Confederate Rose, of course, is a hibiscus. And uh, it's very similar to uh, angel trumpet as far as the cold tolerance that it has. And so... Mine was 12 feet tall, loaded with blooms, got frozen. flattened by the frozen, yeah. freezing yeah, temperatures. And uh, so ba- basically, uh, on, if you if you want to cut the Confederate Road back, just wait to spring yeah, well, that's and see what's we alive. I think we talked to this person or maybe somebody else. And say, well, the, gosh, this is the best time of the bloom. Don't, yeah, don't cut it before you need to. Yeah, right. Uh, so anyway, that that's a good plan. Uh, we we've got a one of Mr. Moy's crosses uh, that we don't we don't know exactly what uh, what he did what he used in that cross, but I'm convinced he used Confederate rose in there, in there for the cross. Because it, uh, uh, the, uh, anyway, uh, 
because it it stay, it stays it doesn't lose its leaves. You know, have regular hibiscus. Uh, when the days get shorter, that's a stupid thing. It's kind of like okra, start dropping its leaves and and because it don't bloom anymore and things like that. But this Confederate rose will uh, keep yeah, blooming right on through the the growth. The the structure kind of resembles okra too. Yeah, yeah, it does. One of the one of those wild uh, twelve foot okras, and with uh, the you know the wide open. Uh, stems and every place. They, uh, I planted it in a uh, yeah, raised bed, a 12 by 12 raised bed, alongside a peach tree, and just thinking it was going to just take a little corner. But of course, it, it uh, grows at least as aggressively as the peach tree does. So, you know, but they are they are hard to. They're spectacular in terms of that the bloom if you got the space. Somebody wrote in and said, when do I plant flowering sweet peas? And I think uh, uh, forest on uh, November through January. Uh, so, uh, uh, even February so will you work. Can, yeah, yeah, even February. I recommend that you plant at several different times to give you a longer bloom period as well as insurance against a hard freeze. That kill the flower could kill the flower buds on the plant. I doubt if it would get, get cold enough to kill the plants. The years didn't die, did it? No, they didn't. But I, w- I uh, was a little surprised. It didn't affect the English peas or the the sweet peas. And uh, in past years, I've had some die down. Uh, yeah, that's that's part of that planting every month for a while. Is because uh, it's either too hot or too cold for. For sweet peas, but you're you're right. Or Forrester's right. They didn't weren't affected one one bit by this 23 degrees. Uh, somebody said they planted an Esperanza in the full sun in my son's yard in August. It has grown very tall, but has not bloomed. Uh, did I do something wrong? I brought from a large nursery that. Had no one to answer any questions, so I don't know anything about the plant I got. I would appreciate any help you can give me. Uh, uh, Forrest gave him hope, said, uh, it may bloom yet. Uh, this, this was... Uh, but he, like he didn't, said, he, he didn't say it's probably a, a uh, deficient uh, selection. <laughs> Uh, the species Esperanza commonly grows tall and slender with sparse bloom. The Gold Star Esperanza is a variety that blooms early and throughout the summer and fall and is not as tall as its species. These will always have the name Gold Star on the tag on the plant. And the other th- characteristic is that they uh, they generally have blooms on the on the plant. On the, on, yeah, you, you usually buy them with blooms on them. Yeah, you regardless get, of the size of the plant. Yeah, you got to get, you got to be uh, suspicious of any Esperanza in the hot part of the growing season that doesn't have blooms on it. Right. Because that that may indicate that it is not a gold star, which I guess could be all right. <laughs> if you don't care about blooms. Well, it bloom in the fall, in yeah. the late fall. And if you can see on those little blooms yeah, at the top. Yeah, yeah, right. 
So what would you suggest that somebody have an Esperanza like that? All I can say is what I did was uh, just uh, cut them down and use cut vine and stuff right. killer and, and <laughs> so get you some got rid of them and, 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 get, and gold, gold get you star. a gold star. And where is the most reliable place to get a gold star, Esperanza? Well, of course, we're pretty confident in, in yeah. Mailburgers having them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 210-308-8867. 210 Oh, here. And while you're finding that, I'm going to tell folks what's coming up. Uh, Saturday the 1st, Sunday the 2nd, here at Mill Burgers. We're going to have the big Christmas open house. And uh, the uh, it's the 1st is going to have the traditional... Uh, Christmas celebration with uh, Santa. He'll be here from 11 to 3. A little red choo-choo for fun rides through the uh, Christmas village and uh, through the uh, all the trees. And smells wonderful and looks wonderful. The Sweet Adelines will be singing. Uh, and throughout the nursery, they'll be face painting and roasted corn and funnel cakes. And the funnel cakes are a $2 donation to the San Antonio Salvation Army. Uh, so that's, uh, again, Millburgers is, I'm going to tell you about another success story in just a second. But uh, Millburgers is uh, being a good corporate citizen and uh, supporting uh, nonprofits and good causes throughout San Antonio. Cowboy Christmas is the day after. That's Sunday the 2nd with hot chili from 11 till the pot runs out. Santa, for uh, so bring your camera for pictures. Little Red Choo Choo. Funnel Cakes. Texas Weather Band will be here, and they'll be singing and playing traditional Texas uh, music, country western songs, and Americana. Uh, There'll be roasted corn, hot chocolate, popcorn, and then the balloon artist will be here on that day from 11 till 3. Here's a success story I want to tell you about. For more information, by the way, go to millburgernursery.com. If you remember the Halloween celebration that we had, we mentioned a dollar amount that was raised. But let's put it in real terms. So the San Antonio Food Bank got back to Millburgers and said, okay, here's in real terms what that donation meant. It was 11,900 meals were provided by your efforts and your donations uh, and uh, here on during that weekend. So that's almost 12,000 meals that were provided by your generosity and coming out and donating. So come on out and be a part of the Christmas one, too. And, uh, you know, people work together uh, on these kind of things. A couple dollars goes a long way. When you start adding them up, it's easy to see what a big difference that makes. And, by the way, when you get your tree here at Millburgers, at Fresh Cut Tree, a portion of the proceeds uh, go to benefit the San Antonio Area Salvation Army, too. So lots of good stuff going on here and lots of good uh, being done uh, when you shop here at Millburgers. Trace is up here on the porch with us. What's going on, man? What's you checking out? I think it's every. Oops, sorry, sorry, sorry. Every time I hear the word funnel cake, I end up coming up here. I think. Uh, oh, do you think we have some? And, uh, well, I know it's coming. Uh, it's going to be. Who's making the funnel cakes? Uh, we, we've got one of the uh, one of those moving uh, moving lunchetaria things. I okay. Call them. Uh, Professional funnel cake there you makers go. will be here. Yes, professional okay. funnel cake makers. I'm not doing it. All right. So it'll be safe to eat. <laughs> uh, and then you left out wassail. That's my favorite drink. Oh, that's right. We'll have the wassail. We when, when do we start having wassail? We are going to start having wassail right after Thanksgiving. So next next weekend we'll have wassail yes, here. Yes, we should. Ooh, that'll be good. The wassail here is good, and their recipes, too. Speaking of recipes, when you... 
Kitchener, world-famous Millburgers Wassel. You can pick up a recipe on how to make it. Cool. Do you even drink it, Milk? Yeah. Oh, we have it on have the you here on the uh, What's Have that? you noticed him drinking it? No. Oh. I, I skip the co- I, I normally drink a lot of coffee. I skip the coffee during Wassel season. And yeah. That. And Millburgers has hot chocolate that they make. And now the cho- hot chocolate is pretty wonderful, too. The Wassel's nice and spicy. It's apple and spicy. And, uh, I, 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 for some reason, I actually like the end of the pot. It's even spicier. Oh, it's stronger? Yes. Yeah, I bet. All right. What else is going on, Trace? Um uh, well, let's see. We're oh, I have a question. I'm okay. sorry. Go ahead. No. Uh, uh, I see you put the fire spike out. Is that fire spike? That's fire spike. Okay. And it actually was just covered for the cold and still looks that good. Oh, wow. And is that the red or the... Uh, that is the red. What was the one... There is a purple. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any of that at the okay. moment, but uh, I will uh, I will let you know when I get some. Okay. And the red is pretty. Definitely. So that's a hummingbird plant. And why would yeah, I... I was going to say, why yeah, would... Of the migrants. Jerry always recommends that for the uh, migrating hummingbirds. Well, they're, they're not, there's not a whole lot of good perennials for shady circumstances. And then there's not really anything red other than that and Turk's Gap. So right. uh, when you're talking about shade, it's very hard to get the, those bright colors and uh, fulfills that very well. Can you do it inside? Yeah, that's what I was just getting ready to say, that... Uh, uh, it's it's a it, it's a good house plant too. If you got a sunny, okay. sunny window. Oh, and location. you can even it'll bloom in the house. Yeah. Okay, and you can move it uh, if you, it's in a reasonable container like these are. You just move it into the house when the cold weather comes. Right. How do the hummingbirds get in the house? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> well, they don't. <laughs> they, do, they don't. Uh, it doesn't stay in the house. <laughs> Sorry, that was a hummingbird. Impression. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah, it was humming. It sounded like a phone-on vibration. <laughs> no, it did kind of sound like that. How much are the uh, one-gallon containers? Uh, of they there? are six ninety-nine. Okay, and cool. There's some two gallons in there too. Really beefy plants. Some of them got blooms on. Yes, sir, they do. You see a little bit of from here. That'd be fun inside. It's because there's not a lot of, of things. Oh, and sp- uh, that will bloom inside. And speaking of still blooming inside. Well, cyclamen. Don't forget oh, that cyclamen blooms, blooms inside. inside. Right, right. Uh, the orchids that we have on sale. Yeah. That would be a good one. Uh, I, I really, really like bromeliads. And you can get some long-term color inside with those. Well, I know you love talking about plants you don't have in stock. But the, the plant of the weekend, the orange, um, what was that called? Cassandra? I, I think so. I have some. Oh, you do have yes, some. Do. Oh, well, it's still blooming inside. It's still going on, and it's still got those nice orange blooms on it, so we haven't killed it yet. That's good. Actually, we didn't water it for almost a week. That would be average. Okay, good. See, we did, did okay. Because we when we went on vacation, we didn't. It didn't. Nobody watered it. It's still looking good. Yep. So that's a, lots of interesting ideas for uh, house plants. And let's see. Um, okay. Well, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back in a second. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. we got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, 
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I've got to tell you about some things that are on sale because this is the last week that you will find these items on sale. For instance, this is the last week you can save 30% on citrus trees in the three-gallon container at Millburgers. You can save on a wide variety and a great selection of citrus trees, including lemons, limes, satsumas, grapefruits. Again, in the three-gallon container, now just $29.88. Fruit trees are on sale at Millburgers, including apples, pears, peaches, plums, all varieties selected for our area in the three-gallon container, now just $24.88 while supplies last. This is the last week to save 30% on shade trees. Now is the time to plant, and you can save 30% on all 10, 15, and 30-gallon shade trees. Go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about that and to learn more about the CPS Green Shade Tree Rebate of 50 dollars per qualified tree at Millburgers Landscape Nursery 1604 on Bull Road. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 AM. The Answer. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. They're still counting ballots in Broward and Palm Beach counties, Florida. One excuse given for the continuing delay is that voting machines overheated. Say what? The latest and probably not the last is this. Thousands of ballots are being disqualified because their signatures do not match what is on the record and or the mail-in ballots were sent after the deadline. One woman who mailed her ballot two hours after the deadline told the New York Times she was late because she wanted to research the 13 amendments on the ballot. Well, that's a poor excuse given that she had weeks, perhaps months, to do the research. Laws and rules are in place to lessen the likelihood of cheating. So-called provisional ballots are also in play. These are votes that were set aside because voters didn't have the proper identification or because they're not citizens. Democrats want those votes counted. It's how they win elections. Governor Rick Scott, who's ahead in his Senate race, is fighting back, as are others. Breaking the law should have consequences for those who are guilty. But often in Florida, they don't. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all, from water heaters and softeners to stopped up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award seven years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790. That's 210-698-9790. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. So uh, give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world or like the gentleman a while back. Uh, at the top of the hour, you can come ask your gardening question in person. We don't even have to have you on the air if you don't want to. But it's much more fun if you come on the air. All right, so let's see. What was I going to ask you? Oh, Trace, it's, not, it's kind of interesting because you've got your fingers on the pulse of the gardening world. What are gardeners coming in and asking about? Uh, cold-weather vegetables and snail slugs and roly-polies terrorizing probably caterpillars, <laughs> oh, too. wow. That's been a big one. Fungus has been a big one on grass. And lots of people with tree problems that aren't really problems. It is November, and trees are gonna. Most trees are gonna be losing their leaves, but uh, every year for some reason kind of snuck up on us. Yeah, but for some reason every every year we get the phone calls. Uh, my oak tree, red oak tree, is uh, losing its leaves. Hmm. And the leaves aren't red. This year, they're not very rare. Didn't yeah. have much time to... Yeah, well, you, again, you get to expect them to have a little color. And when they don't, you think, well, there must be something wrong. But it's uh, color so weather-dependent. And uh, this year, this year there hasn't been much color at all in our leaves. Hey, Vicky's on the line at 210-308-8867. 210 Hi there, Vicky. How are you? Fine, thank you. You? What's going on? Doing well. I just have a just a simple question. I should already know all this time I listen to you people. Is it too late to um, do a, a trim a live oak? No, it's this just is, time. Yeah, this is a great time. So uh, oh. oak trees, oak trees in general, you trim when it's really hot or really cold. Oh, okay then. It's yeah. pretty, oh. pretty cold now, so I and think just, it's great. We generally recommend, and I think almost every arborist recommends too, that, uh-huh. that they paint paint the wounds no matter when they when they prune them. Yes. So because okay. now is now okay. is cold, so we wouldn't expect there to be oak wilt action. Yeah, I'm gonna but, get somebody to you know I can't do it myself. You know, too old. Yeah. The man next door, they keep on chopping on my tree, so I want to get all them. Off the their area because it looks like they're messing it up, you know. It happens. Okay, thanks, Vicky. Good luck. Thank you, and I enjoy your program, and y'all have a good Thanksgiving. You good too. Night, you. you too. Thank Vicky. you very much. Bye bye. Bye. It is coming. Yeah, it is. It's Historically, it happens. What's that? Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Yes, it does. It's it's coming earlier this year. So uh, this when this uh, Thursday. Yes, it is. Yeah, Thursday and Friday. Uh, our four-day Thanksgiving weekend. Hopefully, not for y'all. Not for us. I'm sorry. We're, we are closed. You're open on uh, the day after Thanksgiving yes, we, and Friday. We will be selling Christmas trees. So if you are, uh, we have some up now. Uh, we'll have a much better selection after Thanksgiving. And if you want your big trees, mm-hmm. the weekend to buy big Christmas trees is that first one after Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Almost always, the really big trees get uh, get bought that weekend. Okay. So big tree meaning 12 uh, to 13 feet? Uh, anything 9 foot and better, I would okay. call large trees. you got a, you got a much better selection, and 
people have have figured it out. If they want the, the nice big pretty tree, they got to well, what's buy the their own. what's the best weekend to to buy the two foot rosemary trees? Um, I don't think there's ever a, a wrong weekend <laughs> to buy the two foot rosemary but, trees. Yeah, let's talk about the living Christmas trees too. What what, what you'll have in and. Well, let's see. Pretty much everything is here. There might be some more okay. junipers coming, but we've got uh, different shapes of rosemary. So some in conical, some in round, some have little spiral effects. Uh, we've got uh, Italian stone pine. We've got Aleppo pine. We've got uh, some arborvitae, which would give you that look. Blue point junipers that are in normal shape, as well as spiral. Cedra diodoras. Uh, the the list goes on. I mean, that's uh, some really pretty stuff. Arizona cypress. Yeah, Arizona cypress makes a great living Christmas tree. So you got lots to look at, consider. And, of course, the advantage of the living Christmas tree is that you use the, the tree initially to decorate and uh, as part of your holidays, and then you get to move it out into a spot where you need a tree that is uh, well-adapted uh, for this area in in the landscape, and all those that uh, Trace mentioned are well adapted. They uh, can uh, they prosper in our climate and our soils. So you can uh, got lots of choices to look at. Now they're a little some of them a little bit deceptive in terms of their their uh, pruned. They sure. To look like a Christmas tree, but right? So. Uh, example like he's talking about is on the pine trees. They've been sheared, so their new growth has the little small little uh, needles on them. But when they mature, the, the needles are much longer and more traditional pine-looking uh, than what they look like now. Yeah, and you can, you want to uh, get a closer look at them, or uh, you can. Heck, you could go to the botanical garden. Most of them are plant available there, but also just go plantanswers.com and you can uh, read about them. And did, uh, did did we talk any about live wreaths and garland Mm-mm. yesterday? Mm-mm. Well, that came in. Oh, good. So uh, we've got that set up. So if you need some uh, table decorations or uh, you want to drape something across the mantle for uh, Thanksgiving, then we are set up and ready to go on that. Yeah, they're attractive. And I oh, saw yeah. some I saw some uses last year that I I never thought of before. That people were buying some of the smaller wreaths, yeah, and using them uh, to surround candles. Oh, surround candles? Idea. Yeah. Huh. Sounds like a fireway. Well, <laughs> no, there's ways around it. I mean, all those things that you want to moisten them regularly, but you could do uh, a product called cloud cover. Uh, that is an anti-transparent that uh, I was going to talk about next week, but I guess i got to do it now. Okay. Um, it's a wonderful product that stops sweating. And then the, the wreaths and garland, obviously they're not like the regular Christmas tree where you can get a fresh cut and stick it in water and uh, and then take it up. So these guys, you've got to stop the moisture from sweating out in the first place. And this makes a huge difference in the way they're going to look and retain their needles. Very cool. So if uh, somebody is interested in doing that, you can set them up with all that here. You bet. I've even heard people before spraying their Christmas trees down with it. And I was watching in past years, uh, there's lots of arts and crafts kind of activities. And people will come in and get the raw material uh, for their Cub Scout troops and the brownies. And and then they'll 
they'll do some wonderful things in terms of decoration. Well, we just buy all the materials that are available here at Millburgers. Mm-hmm. Different, uh, different varieties of evergreen and sizes and uh, lots of choices. For those who weren't listening, you mentioned strawberries coming in. Strawberries are coming in. I do encourage people to uh, pay attention as they're driving by at night because we actually have some some Christmas lights up. We've decorated the gazebo and the uh, traditional three palm lighting in the back by the back. Oh, lane. cool! You can see that from the highway uh, driving down. It's really cool looking. Very cool. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What you got what, over there? Oh, what's the three-palm lighting? Well, you need to drive by here tonight and look, but it's yeah. their, their trunks are all lit up. Uh, last year we had the, the fronds lit up, so it was kind of like the Corona commercial. But this year the trunks in, in multicolor, and it's very, very pretty at night. Here at the nursery? Or? Yeah, right at the back entrance. You oh. drive by it every day. Huh. But apparently you don't drive by it at night. Or you'd see. We'll have to come by at night. After dark? Well, that's, dark. It's that's dark like, at 6, Calvin. That's like after 6.30 or yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's in bed by 7. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what you got over there, Jerry? Uh, we got a question that I have scale on dwarf Burford hollies. Throughout the yard. Please tell me what to apply and when to apply it. Uh, about the only way to kill scale is to suffocate it with one of the horticultural oils. And uh, at this time of the year, you have to have to need you need uh, three or four days of 45 degrees temperature, at least 45 degrees temperature. So do it during a warm, warm, uh, warm spell. Now, what is scale? Scale is those little. If you, if your if your plant is in decline, it looks like little bumps on the stem. I describe them as half rice chunks. Half half what? Rice chunks. Oh, okay. Like a half a grain of rice that to the back of the leaf or stem. Yeah. Uh, you can apply one of the horticultural oils at this time. Now, when you're using uh, dormant oil spray, what it does is suffocate. It suffocates the, like we said earlier, suffocates the scale. And uh, when you're using one of these oils, be sure that you protect or cover your, if you've got uh, pansies or or ornamentals under the under the tree. That oil will kill pansies and it suffocates green. the pansies along right, with yeah, the scale. The, the green, anything with green leaves, it'll take take them out. Now, when when you're talking about uh, suffocating, the scale are generally insects that are inside of a calcium shell. coating. Yeah, yeah. Shell. So typical sprays, her action does not seem to affect them. Mm. So that's the, the dormant oil or horticultural oil. Uh, seems to do the job. It's not an immediate response, though. You got to, you just follow the directions, and and it generally works pretty well. It just takes a little while. And then uh, when it's warmer, I I would use that uh, middle of corporate drench, and they pour it down in the root zone and let the plant suck it up. And that way, when the insect sucks on the 
the juice out of the plant, he gets the insecticide that way. Okay. And what are you calling it? Uh, well, the one that we carry is Fertilome Systemic Drench. Okay. But uh, so you're, 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 not, you're not suffocating them. You're, you're poisoning them from, from, the, the, inside. from the inside. <laughs> and you can do the whole thing. Such too. savages are we Inside here. and outside. Well, my, Coming and going. My, mine's going to work much better when it's warm, when the plant's actually growing, growing, growing and moving the, the moisture up. The right. Yeah, that's, that's a good point because if there's no transpiration, you're not getting a the lot of systemic won't action. It won't yeah. get in there quick enough. And uh, the scale, like I said, the uh, the dormant oil has to, has to have the warmer temperatures to work, too. And the things that it's common on, uh, Jerry just had a question on the... Uh, Dwarf Burford Holly, which, which is not real common on that, but fruit trees. Yeah, right. you see it on fruit trees quite a bit. Eonymus, uh, and what other thing? There's not a whole lot of in town anymore, but uh, yeah, that's that's definitely one they're on. That we have there that used to be the notorious one. Every every one of them was loaded. Um, you don't even get it on uh, viburnum and uh, any of the uh, shrubs. Uh, sagos. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that now you, usually you don't see it translated to symptoms until it really gets pretty severe. Mm-hmm. Quite often you notice the scale before you notice that it's affecting the sago palms. But it can get pretty thick. No. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. Uh, Trace is up here with us, too, so uh, we've got plenty of folks to help you uh, when you call us at 210-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 a.m., The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bovardy Road. I've got to tell you about some things that are on sale because this is the last week that you will find these items on sale. For instance, this is the last week you can save 30% on citrus trees in the three-gallon container at Millburgers. You can save on a wide variety and a great selection of citrus trees, including lemons, limes, satsumas, grapefruits. Again, in the three-gallon container, now just $29.88. Fruit trees are on sale at Millburgers, including apples, pears, peaches, plums, all varieties selected for our area in the three-gallon container, now just $24.88 while supplies last. This is the last week to save 30% on shade trees. Now is the time to plant, and you can save 30% on all 10, 15, and 30-gallon shade trees. Go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about that and to learn more about the CPS Green Shade Tree Rebate of 50 per qualified tree at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Nobody likes buying tires unless you get a great deal. And that's the only way we roll with the marketplace at 930amtheanswer.com. Attention off-road truck and Jeep owners. Pick out your 35 or 37-inch BF Goodrich AM3 mid-terrain tires. Plus, Bikini Off-Road on Eckert will sweeten the offer with four new KCM wheels. The new XD137 FMJ. Total retail price up to $2,900. Your marketplace price only $1,840. See this offer and more on the marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Hi. 
This is Barry Hagendorf with Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialize in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebble stone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebble stone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. This is Mark Sadaski for Mark Sadaski Jewelers. I want to talk to you about family, cherished memories, and history. Look in your dresser drawer and you'll find a ring that was grandma's, a stick pin that was grandpa's, a necklace that was mother's. These are cherished pieces that bring back memories and love. The problem is they don't fit into your wardrobe and lifestyle. That's where we come in. At Mark Sadaski Jewelers, we can use the gems from your family's history and transform them into a piece of jewelry that does fit your wardrobe and lifestyle. You can then enjoy telling your friends and family that this ring has mother's diamond, grandpa's ruby, but it was made for me. Mark Sadaski Jewelers takes pride in redesigning your family treasures and memories into something that's made for you. And the best part is, you contribute the ideas that will make it yours. Mark Sadaski Jewelers, a family tradition since 1933. That's 85 years. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. So Alexa is making everyone's life easier. Now you can ask her to turn on your lights or play your favorite radio station. And of course, that's 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We've got the answers you need every day through Alexa or at 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Weekdays on 9.30 a.m. The Answer are all about what's going on in the world. But the weekends are all about you. From expert advice to lifting up God, family, and country, weekends are for you on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. Lawrence is on the line calling from Edna, Texas, with a great question, 210-308-8867. Hey there, Lawrence. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Oh, not too bad. Uh, a friend of mine just turned me on to you uh, yesterday. He heard about these, uh, this rumor about these bronze or white Mustangs, and uh got the number or got the name of the station you were on but uh what we're doing is we're setting in a bunch of the old tv months and grapes up in lagrange by lagrange and i am in edna most of the grapes are going to be in lagrange but we're going to do some experimenting with wine and whatever including mustangs and uh, i just wondered what you could tell us about these off-color mustangs they're all off color, you say? Yeah, they're bronze or white. They're not the typical black blue. Have you? Uh, have do I you, got do the you, right do you know the? Do you know the name of the uh, grape? It's a Mustang. It's a sport or something of a regular Mustang, and they're more bronze and white, and they call them uh, 
the bird proof Mustang or something like that. Hmm. What, Is where, this Dr. Parsons? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay, well, your name was on the, he pulled this up off the Internet. <laughs> that right, you would have something yeah. to do with it. So, anyway, that's, that's basically yeah. where we're coming from. Well, where would you get the plants? We don't have them. We just found out about them uh, yesterday that there was such oh, a thing. Oh, Yes. And we're sitting in a kind of an experimental vineyard up around the Grange to experiment, you know, with the, the Mustang and a couple of others and it's the Mustangs. Uh-huh. Are, you, are, you, are you trying to make wine out of it? That's what the biggest thrust is going to be, to see if we can come up with something for some of these people that uh, we know they want to uh, start making small, you know, with a small vineyard to make some wine out of grapes. You don't have to spray or bring in from West Texas. Right. And uh, it's just kind well, of uh, the problem. Problem you're going to run into is the quality of the juice. Uh, that, that's why they're using these uh, vinifera uh, types that. Uh, that's, uh, and some have uh, uh, Pierce's uh, disease resistance. And uh, they're after a, a quality juice. Well, so, uh, the people that we're dealing with absolutely don't want to use vinifera. Uh, there is a vineyard up there around the Grange, and there's one down here in Jackson County that makes and sells successfully Mustang wine. Oh, is that right? Yes, I didn't know about it until, well, the one in Edna I knew about uh, a couple of years ago. The one in LaGrange we just found out about. But they're absolutely making a go of it. <laughs> okay. And, um, but anyway. So they, they, they don't want to use vinifera because of the uh, Pierce's disease or cotton root rot? Well, or no, what's, what's... they want them to be local. Local American type grapes, not on the European scale, but like the stuff the old uh, Czech and German settlers. Right, right, right. And some of it is selling. They're actually making money doing it. Are they growing growing black Spanish or uh, Champanel or what are they growing? Well, they've got some black Spanish and Blanc Dubois. And yeah. I think uh, a little bit of Herbamot, but mostly the big thrust of it is the Mustang, and that's what the people are really, really interested in. The customers is, you know, huh. the, yeah, kind of a resurgence of uh, check this Calvinism Who? or something. But it's good. Oh, in addition, it in addition to to Larry, would he confer with? Do yeah. what? Who, who, in addition to Larry, would it be worthwhile? I, I, I was thinking Larry. Larry? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good, good start, Larry's. Dr. Larry Stein is, uh, is, a, is a grape uh, pro- project leader for, the, for Texas. And uh, okay, I, w- I, would give him, I would give him a call. I, I, d- I don't know what you're talking about as far as that uh, white grape you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Larry's really easy to communicate with and uh, knowledgeable. How do, you spell, how do you spell Stein? E-I-N. S-T-E-I-N. 
Uh, okay. over Uvalde. And Uvalde, and the number is uh, 830-278-9151. If that's wrong, just do information for the Uvalde, uh, Texas A&M Uvalde Research and Extension Center. Well, that's a little bit. Uvalde is a lot, you know, kind of a different climate, but uh, yeah, but he, he, he he's he's responsible for all the all over Texas. And nowadays, not just Uvalde. Yeah, nowadays there's not too many uh, specialists that exist in regional the regional situation. Right. Back when uh, Jerry and I were involved, we, there were quite a few more, but. And Larry, yeah, Larry will put you in contact with, if there is anybody else that would be in, would help you make some decisions. I I grew up down here, and uh, and all my rambling around, I had never seen anything but the standard Mustang. And he found a mention of it and then tracked it down, that there is such a thing. It's more like a bronze muscadine than a mustang. It looks more bronzy than white, but they call it white. But the it's, uh, a Munson, it's a Munson selection. No, it's a wild. It's a, it's a, I think it's a Bud Sport is what it sounds oh, like. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I've not heard yeah, of that. I hadn't yeah. either. <laughs> New to me. But yeah. uh, apparently there is such a thing, and it's like we're putting together a you know a hundred or so vines for experimental, see which works for some other people that are going to. You know, start incorporating it into their their little winery operations. Okay, okay. And, and uh, the Mustang. I'd be I'd be interested in where are you where are you getting the stock from? Uh, we've got several up there already, and we're getting our first shipment of Munson cuttings from Denison this winter. Oh, okay. We're doing the groundwork and the and the legwork. <laughs> but we're just now getting. But we got uh, two or three other: the Victoria Red, uh, Blanc du Bois, right. and uh, right. Yeah, and uh, but the main thing is we we started this off. He got, he's young. He's only forty eight years old. I'm seventy something. But at least I'm getting him kind of started on it. <laughs> but he's really, he's hot to go. And uh, okay. I divulged all the information I had about varieties. And, but it, the the Mustang wine is a seller, which is shocking. And um, <laughs> you know it, it's it's overdue. You know it's just you know all that great a lot of that stuff they make it from West Texas juice and everything. And right. It's not uh, it's not the way these people want to go. Okay. A lot of people that want you know low spraying and you know that sort of thing and the. And the native Texas grapes and TV Munson is kind of a hero. People start to read about him; they want to. But it's a, it's a growing, at least a niche market. Right. And the wine is pretty doggone good. Hmm, good. And I do drink wine, <laughs> and I do drink wine. <laughs> well, I but, would uh, I would definitely recommend that you touch base to uh, with Doctor Stein, Doctor Larry Stein, S T E I N. And uh, he he's, he's in New Valley. Usually he's there every Monday. So tomorrow would be good. Yeah. 
Tomorrow will be good. Well, I'll give him a call tomorrow then. Yes, tell, tell him uh, you talked to me about it and uh, that you, and tell him about your pro your project since he's a, the great project leader. He, he he needs to know about all those types of projects going on. Well, all right. I'm sure he, I'm sure he knows more than I do, but uh, I know enough to ask questions. So There you go. I do appreciate it. And, um, uh, we really appreciate you calling in. in. Good luck. Okay. Yeah, thanks a bunch. All right. All right. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. got an interesting question in. said, uh, I brought a petunia uh, three years ago, and everyone I've talked to has said they last one season, you know. They usually they go they go through the winter and quit blooming in the winter. Of the petunias that you buy here, they quit blooming in the winter, and then they'll uh, the plants will survive the winter. They look like hell, but uh, they survive the winter, and then they really put on a bloom show in the spring. But this guy, this guy says. Uh, I have one. I have had this certain plant for three years now, and it gets bigger every year. The colors also change. When I brought the color, it was a purple-pink, and that is it. Now I have white, purple, pink, dark pink stripes in every color. Is this unusual or, or usual? For this plant, did I just get a look? What you think, Alan? I think he's made a basic error in thinking that he's got one plant that's been there all three years. I think he's just got uh, seedlings. Seedlings, yeah. I mean, that's those of us that have uh, the, the petunias wild in our nat naturalized uh, in our. Gardens are, are kind of faced with that every every year, but it's an int yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of cool. Yeah, he, it, it looks like the same plant he bought, but it's it's a basically a seedling. Uh, the answer answer uh, the forest gave him and said, I, I assume that this petunia is planted in an outside flower bed and has come up from seed each year. This is why there's so many colors. The seedlings of hybrid plants usually do not have the same characteristic as the mother plant, and each successive generation of seedling will have different characteristics, especially flower color. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, basically, that's what he's saying. But uh, uh, if you, uh, I don't think Laura Bush, when it reseeds, it pretty well comes back the same. Uh, now, its mother, or uh, one of the parents of Laura Bush, does produce all those colors, uh, different colors and, and whatever, from seedling. What was it uh, that we Laura were messing Bush, with? Laura Bush is, is pretty pretty regular. When you were, ba back when we were doing those experiments with, when you had all those colors, what was, what was the genetics of those? Well, they were not, you didn't call those Laura Bush, did you? You called them... Well, we have a pink Laura Bush, a purple Laura Bush. Oh, so you did you did call them all? Yeah, uh, just different color versions. Different of color Laura, versions, Laura Bush, because they 
that that's the, the or, or origin of the different colored petunias in my yard. Right. Uh, and they can, they come back all those colors he described. Right. There. Uh, so did, then so that I guess that's the same as uh, like Greenland zinnias when they come back the parent reseed the parent material comes back and then you can the generations can c- keep going indefinitely. Yeah. And so if you want some uh, reseeding a lower bush, the lower bush petunia, comes in pink and uh, purple, Uh, John Thomas of the Wild Seed Farms are selling seed of of that. All right. Hey, we're going to begin to wrap up uh, right now. Already? Uh, I know. It's getting colder than blazes, Milton. It is getting a little colder. I think the temperature has dropped a little bit. We will tell people that uh, that Kevin has officially put on the gloves. Put on the gloves. Yeah. So that's our... And Milton, though, is using Uh, his sweatshirt uh, as a muff. Yeah. He does not have shorts on I do not have shorts on. Hey, uh, we want to wish you and your family a very happy Thanksgiving. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving on behalf of us and everybody here at Millburgers. We'll see you next Saturday and Sunday back here at the nursery. Thanks to Ashley doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.